like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand up. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, we are more than conquerors. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. Commencing at verse 35 through 39. Romans chapter 8. The Bible says... What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 37 says, nay, in all these things. Matter of fact, I want us to read this together. Are you ready? All right, read. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And who is him that loved us? And we are more than conquerors. A conqueror is one who takes over territory. One who takes dominion. He may go to Bolger to take it over. But he look over in Shreveport and decide, I'll take that too. We are conquerors. And we are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us and gave himself for us. What shall separate us? From the love of Christ. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, is in the writing. For thy sake, we are killed all the day long. 
We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. They were killing Christians back then. And I believe they're still doing it now. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him, Jesus, that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Watch what he said, our Lord. So if he's our Lord, then we have family value here. And we are consistent. All of us are important to the Lord. Every one of us, whatever we're going through today, we are important to the Lord. Period. We are more than conquerors. You know, a lot of times when we take a look, it's, 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 it's terrible now what's happening over overseas with Russia starting World War Three. It's terrible. This is a self-imposed war that he himself has started. But be that as it may, we as believers in the body of Christ must understand that this walk in this world is going to be a war. It's going to be a war going on. Some of it will come from people that don't believe what you say. Don't believe that you are converted. Don't believe that you are a saint. Don't believe that you are going to do the right thing by them. There is a war. Tell your neighbor there's a war going on. There's a war going on. And this war that's going on is what you call real. And God wants to acknowledge to every one of us here today that in the middle of this warfare, we are more than conquerors. So if you feel all defeated, you feel as though nothing ever works out for me, you start talking about them people don't respect me. They don't like me. They don't this and they don't that. Let me tell you something. Don't you know that that's a part of the war? <laughs> don't you know that this stuff must happen? Now you think about this. Our foreparents were in bondage and slavery for 400 years. 400 years. You know, it, 
200 years were very marked out. But when you look back at our lineage here in this country as black people, it's been 400 years. And in the middle of all of that, God had people then. God has people now. And God going to have some folk after now. That brings me to this point. The point of the message. We that are born again, baptized, washed in the blood of the Lamb, are more than conquerors. Which means then that the weapons of our warfare, uh -huh, I said it, are not carnal, but a mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and the casting down of every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. So don't tell me your thought life ain't important. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, the part of the problem is that a lot of God's people don't realize that they are more than conquerors. So the littlest thing, the smallest thing, gets on your biggest nerve. Like that's supposed to change everything. Let me tell you something. It changes nothing. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not carnal. And so we're talking about weapons. We're talking about warfare. We're talking about war. Hmm. <laughs> what is it good for? So because you treat everybody right, you, you, know, why you, you know why your mind messed up? You think they're going to treat you the same? It, it, it doesn't work that way. So therefore, we have credentials. We have evidence that the person or persons in the Bible that the Lord used became people of faith and it did not stop no war. You remember Jesus was crucified and you remember Peter was too. So we got to understand that in this world you shall have tribulation. But he said be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So we're going to look at some people today in the Bible. Now, 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 before you go a little bit further, let me just tell you this. The people in the Bible are no different than you are. Hmm. Don't think for one moment that God chose these people in the Bible for any particular reason. Not to say that Sometimes he didn't. But those people were folk just like you. They went to West Report. Yeah. 
But what we have done, we have taken the people in the Bible and have exalted them in a very high place that none of us can seem to reach. That ain't true. That's not true. What separated them from us, if there is such a thing, is their faith. They had trials and tribulations. They had troubles and hard times. But some way and somehow, they put their trust in God. And they said, no matter whatever this situation is, I believe that my God is able to carry me through. That's the difference. Which, which means now, and it's just practical sense to me. Maybe it's not equating to you, but it's just practical sense. At some point, God had to conclude the Bible. So when he said it is finished, that was a part as it relates to our redemption and all that he was going to do about that. But then moving right on through to the book of Revelation is finished. So we're living in a day now where it's finished. So the things that happened to believers back then is to be utilized as an illustration for things that happened to us to see how they responded to situations in their time, in the times in which they live. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. So these people in the Old Testament were not just special folk. You know, nobody could touch them. Uh, all this. Mm -mm. That, that wasn't there. These people were born just like you and I. These people had problems with people. And with situations, and with things, and with places, mm -hmm. just like you and I. But what happened to them is somebody started believing God. That no matter whatever they were going through, whatever they were facing, that God was going to open a door and make a way out of no way. So don't be reading in this Bible like these people are more than you. They are not. At some point, God had to conclude the writing. And he did. But the writing has been left as an example for us. That's what it is. And you see, when we're dealing with God and talking about the things of God, God ain't in no hurry. Man, black folk were dealt with in bondage for 400 years and still dealing with it. 400 years. And a lot of us want our trial to be over in 30 seconds. Man, you, 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 better, you, you, better, you better back up. You better shuffle. And you got to realize that, okay, we're here on this planet for such a time as this. And all of these things that are involved in our living. 
going to work, going back home, going to do this and going to do that is a part of what makes this world the world. And your faith is what determines how you're going to come out. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. So what if you have to wait for 30 days? What about 30 years? You set up the fact that you are conquering more than a conqueror and that you trust in God for your situation and he may not come when you want him to, but he's always on time. So now there are some illustrative reasons of people in the Bible that we can draw some lessons from. And we have to be assured in our understanding that these particular things happened to these particular people for this particular purpose to show that they had faith in God and it was their faith in God and their declaration of that faith that got them through the hard times. Do you think it's any different today? It's not. You got to have faith in God no matter what the situation is. And it may not happen this year. But it happens the moment you confess it. Then you have to wait on the revelation of what God is going to do about it. That's why it's easy to say he may not come when you want him. But he's always on time. So the moment you put your feet down in faith and take a stand right there, you've done what you're supposed to do. Now we wait on the Lord and we be of good courage. And we know that he will strengthen our heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait on Monday. Wait on Wednesday. But wait. And in your waiting, that's where you start possessing your soul. And don't be thrown off by things you don't understand. Because we have a God who understands everything. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, clap your eyes or roll your hands. Do, do, do something with that. Because we keep beating ourselves up the head, up, up against the head, and we say, well, you know, I don't treat them like that. So what? Your job ain't to make them treat you right. Your job is to treat them right. Mm -hmm. When you understand that, then you know the powerful purpose of prayer. In time, it's still rolling on. And a lot of them folk, God ain't even changed. And you think he's going to just all of a sudden change somebody because you say so. And you just got through talking about, I'm going to wait on him. Well, wait on him. Some people ain't going to ever like you. You can't do enough for them people to make them like you. They don't like you.
So all the stuff you're doing, you do it in love, you do it in faith. Whatever change there is in the equation, it's going to be God. Judges, chapter 6. We're going to meet a man by the name of Gideon. I was going to read a little bit of something about Gideon in Hebrews chapter 11. In verse 32. I, I, I think I'll do that. But you can, you can go on over to the book of Judges. I'm in Hebrews chapter 11. And verse 32 says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. And it goes on down from there. But now notice, these are people just like you and I are. Now, if there's any distinct difference, it's their faith in God in their time. Now, some of you, God wants to do right now some things, you know, for you. But it didn't happen the day you prayed. Now you're busy doing something else. Do you think because you're busy doing something else, God's going to get in a hurry and get over there and rescue you? It ain't happening. Ain't nothing changing until God says so. All right, moving right along. Judges, chapter 6, and verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Oprah that pertaineth unto Joash the Abizarite and his son Gideon thresh wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, Gideon that is, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now, you couldn't, you couldn't see that in Gideon. See, God called those things which be not as though they were. You may be running around and talking about, I can't do nothing right in this and that. You need to shut up. Because it's God that makes the difference. It's God that gives us the strength to endure and the power to go through. You got to believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power. You know God got some power in you? And that power is the Holy Spirit. And the drawing card for that Holy Spirit is Jesus. That's why you can't be saved and lost. You're going to tell me, well, when I do good, God is with me. When I don't do good, God left me. Well, ain't that something? 
If that be the case, some of us ain't saved, but two minutes a day. <laughs> Man, wake up. God is with you when you're doing right. God is with you when you're doing wrong. Yeah, I said it. I will never leave thee. Now, you're going to tell me since you've been born again, you've been perfect. No. Lord is still putting up with some of our mess. And he still loves you. So God is trying to get all of us to calm down and go through the fire. And once you get through this, get ready for the next one. It never stops. So anyway, verse 12, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon. Today's message, we are more than conquerors. FC 3175, FC 3175 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us at net. Greenwood Acres has a new website. You can go there to get ministry announcements, connect with the ministry, purchase messages and merchandise, and so much more. It can be found at gwafgbc.org. That's gwafgbc.org. We also have a new Know Your Bible video on demand page. You can access it from the website's main page. Just click on the Know Your Bible on demand link. We trust that it will be a blessing to you. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, 
woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.